0: Welcome back to Netflix and Kill, the podcast dedicated to reviewing and documenting the horror films of Netflix. I'm Kai. I'm Marty. And I'm Hannah. And it has been a while.
1: A few months.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um so I don't know There's if we want to give been updates audio on what changes. we've <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we should give updates real fast on what we've been up to, but
1: uh Marty, I'll let you go first. Um I started testosterone in November and uh, now my voice is dropping. So.
2: Hell yeah, you got that sexy, smolder gravitas.
0: I was about to say, I was oh. like, now you have the deep radio voice.
1: I mean, I, I don't think it's changed that much. I mean, a little bit, but... Um, it's only been a couple of months. I'm sure it'll change a lot more um, in the coming months, but, you know... <laughs> And there, there is a little bit of a significant change, which is fun. Yeah, I'm super hyped for you. Mm, thank you. Uh, so, Hannah, hell yeah,
2: what have you been up to? Start spreading
3: the news.
2: <laughs> I actually moved out to uh, New York City um, over the uh, December-January period, and I'm. Uh, ushering at a Broadway theater and I may have some other work announcements that I will make later that do involve movies but I'm doing really well uh furnishing an apartment with uh one of my best friends from college uh the older I get I also realize like you just get like more and more best friends it's like Pokemon
3: (laughs) yeah like I feel like
2: when I get married there's gonna be like 15 people (laughs)
3: Mm-hmm. And you true, two are obviously though. gonna be there. Yeah. It, yeah, New but York, it's true. baby
0: boy.
3: I, um, <laughs> New York <laughs> yeah. Big
2: bang fuck you like.
0: <laughs> Love that. Um so I have also moved. Um not as exciting as New York. I just moved like twenty minutes north of where I was living. Um and I moved I was living with family before and now I've moved in with one of my best friends from high school and it's been really great so far. Um I really like our apartment. My cat is super happy to have all this space to herself. And yeah. um it's just been a really good change. And then like uh you know, I had a rough past few months with some stuff I won't really talk about, but um I had some issues with like depression and health problems. But things are looking up now. And I'm yeah. very excited to be back in the podcasting and uh, creating again. And hanging out with you guys. It's amazing how a change of
1: scenery can just really reinvigorate your want to create stuff.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, our apartment has a gas fireplace in it, and I'm obsessed. Oh, hell yeah. Like, yesterday it got down to, like, negative five degrees, so we just kept the fireplace on, like, most of the day. (laughs) And we're just huddled up in front of it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the the, uh, winter storms and uh drops in temperature lately have been something
2: <laughs> <It's> something <laughs> yeah here we're getting more ice too <gasps> yeah it's it's
1: been extremely icy here in terms of like what it is for texas um i'm sure it's worse in y'all's areas because y'all are actually used to having snow um yeah although but... good news yes
2: oh go ahead finish your thought
1: uh, I was just going to say, but I had to wait in my car for like 30 minutes for it to defrost to go get Sonic yesterday, and that was uh, upsetting to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man.
2: But I was going to say, um, the good news is that there was an old man sitting in like a carriage down the street, and Ooh. I talked to him, and he said that he'll be able to help our like chilly apartment if we move into his apartment, uh, which he's furnished and everything, and it's so fucking great. So I think i might take him oh, up on that. Oh, uh. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah that sounds very nice with uh the the man who drives the carriage he's totally not the grim reaper or something
2: yeah haven't (laughs) you you heard him he he talks like
0: this (laughs) i can always trust anyone with a pleasant laugh (laughs) always oh i didn't realize this was
2: a (laughs) bit um it's a little uh appropriate that are you kidding me if this actually happened in new york it would be a guy in a subway car going
1: hey want to become a chair to get wealthy (laughs) i was gonna say there's probably like some creepy guy trying to get to get people to move in with them all the time and in new york
0: (laughs) there's creepy people trying to get people to move in with them here in colorado i had a guy Uh... tell me about how um he lived in the attic of a old hotel for a while and smoked weed and talked to the ghosts mm,
1: that's the life baby <laughs> I <know. laughs> um anyways we uh for this episode we watched the house on netflix we did um, it's a mm-hmm. like a stop motion movie um in three parts um the parts aren't really like Uh, connected to each other except for the fact that maybe they use the same model for the house every time yeah Um, I think it's supposed
0: to be the same house and that's like what kind of ties the story together
1: yeah um, I don't know if it's like same house in different dimensions or time periods or something but it is definitely the same house because they make a point in all of their promo stuff to show that the staircase is the same in the hallway Um, very interesting I love it a lot.
2: Yeah. To me, I see it more as an art. like, I tend to look at things more from an emotional perspective. So for me, it seems like the challenge was we have one house, one set piece, and we mm-hmm. got to tell, like, very different stories about each of them. So, like, if they're in the same universe, isn't as much as important to me because, yeah. like, they each have their own... Thing, their own themes, their own style And I actually really yeah. like that because I think it's more Artistically challenging to like Do something different every single time And like each of these stories is so completely Unique mm-hmm. and it's own mm-hmm. Thing that I really appreciate this film It was so good
1: yeah, yeah, I I think it's more feasible to just say that like They probably all used just like The same house model For it and like that's the thing that Connects all of the stories together rather than Um Anything that has to do with all of them being connected in some way, like, story-wise, besides, like, the setting. Also, it
2: kind of turned the world into sort of a BoJack Horseman universe where, like, people interact with (laughs) animal people. bugs are the same.
1: (laughs) The bugs is the same.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The bugs is the
0: same. Um... Yeah, so uh, I came across this movie on Netflix actually just, like, on a whim. I just saw it, and I love stop-motion, so I was like, ooh, that looks, like, fun. And then I watched it, and I was like, wow, this is really good and really creepy, and I kept thinking about it for, like, days and days after, and I was like, okay, we gotta watch this. We gotta talk about this on Netflix and Kill.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: Yeah, so let's get into it. I saw
2: a bunch of TikToks going like, don't watch this alone. <laughs> I a, feel like they see that for
1: like every movie. Wait, did they say that about this one for real? I mean, like, you yeah. know, it, it's rated TVMA, but I feel like this is pretty family friendly. Despite Wait, the fact this is that rated
2: say... TVMA? Yeah, I it's mean, because I... they all say fuck in it.
1: A I few wouldn't times. show
2: it to
0: my kids. Oh, they I feel do like it fuck. would scare them. I don't it know. It oh, scared is, me as,
1: as a kid. As a, as a kid who grew up on Coraline, I feel like this would be up my alley, you know? That's true.
2: It's a good film, don't get me wrong, but, like, the second one especially would fuck me up for days. Like, as a kid, I'd be like, am I gonna turn into, like, a rat? <laughs> am I going to be a bug?
3: Yeah. 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 Uh,
0: um, so, the like we said, there are three different stories. Um, the first story takes place in, like, the 1800s sometime, as kind of vague when, exactly. Um, and it's the only story that has human characters...
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So it follows this family who are poor, but happy, like they have a house, Um, they have like homemade curtains that the mom made herself, and there's a daughter, Mabel, and then a little baby, Isabel. And uh, one day, some of their more wealthy family members come in to visit, and yeah, are like super snooty the... and looking down on them. It's the dad's family, right? Um, I, I could not uh... remember, but...
1: And dad's family. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Because
0: they mention his dad. They're like, Your dad was a drunk and worthless and you're gonna be just like him. Um Yeah, and it's like, so, oh
1: <laughs> Yeah. That's so fun. the dad gets
0: really upset and goes out into the woods mm-hmm. and is all mad and he comes across Mr. Mysterious Carriage Man.
1: Mr. Schoenbeck, I think is his name.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And um Mr. Van Schoonbeck. Yeah, Van Schoenbeck, yes.
0: Yes, who is apparently an architect who, just for no reason at all, wants to design this beautiful, lovely, fully furnished mansion for the family to live in, totally for free. Um, Totally nothing He's weird about artist. that. Yes. And so uh, the husband, like, talks it over with his wife, and they agree, so off the family goes to move into this house, which, like, gets built very fast. Mm-hmm. And so they move in, and they find, oh, there's all these lovely furnishings. Um, And they have people making food for them. Which, yeah, people make food for them. She has a sewing machine, which she didn't have before. Um, Mm -hmm. The dad, like, finds this big new fancy fireplace. They have electricity in the house. Um, And it seems really great. But the daughter is, like, super skeptical because there's these creepy yeah. builders that just are kind of lurking in random rooms and mm. uh i loved that
1: yeah just so, like, when she'll they just just, like at her. Yeah, she'll when just like open a door house,
0: and she'd be like hello we just moved in and the builders just and, like turn and look at her I'm like oh yeah,
1: they just like stare at her that's like probably the creepiest part for me other than, like, anything else. I mean, like, very obviously there's, like, other stuff that happens that's creepy. But, like, just opening a door and seeing that there are other people in your house and they just stare at you. That's freaky to me. <laughs> yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then there's the guy. What was his name? Mr. Thomas. Was that his yeah. name? That's it. Like, yeah. Um, kind of speaks for the architect's. And, like, helps the family get settled. Um, but, like, at random times, she'll just, like, come across him having, like, a breakdown. And he's yeah. like, I can't do this anymore. And he's, like,
1: sobbing. I'm <laughs> like, oh my... Oh, yeah. oh goodness. So, like, when they get there, you know, it seems pretty nice. And then um, you find out, like... There are stairs being taken out so that people can't get out of the top rooms. Um, yeah, there's like... It's like
0: a Winchester house situation where apparently mm-hmm. the architect keeps wanting to change things. And that's why there's like constantly builders just like
2: redoing stuff.
1: Yeah. And um, part of
2: the agreement is they're not allowed to keep any of their old furniture from their house. It is all stored in the basement.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, they also start giving them like clothes and everything else to wear. Um, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite. I like that when they ask the daughter, she
2: just straight up tells them, "Like you look stupid, yeah, you yeah. Look
1: foolish, both of you." And then they're like, "Apologize at once," and it's like, uh, "No, yeah. you look like a couch cushion."
0: <laughs> yeah, the dad is literally wearing like couch cushions. Um, and the, so- the mom
1: is a curtain.
0: Yeah, so the daughter starts to kind of notice something's weird, the parents don't seem to care, like, they just get really
1: drawn in by this house and really obsessive.
3: Mm-hmm. To the um, point like where, the- like, the
1: the mom, like, when she's making her curtains, she, like, kind of just passes out and just lets it keep feeding through, like, she doesn't even, yeah. like, care about what she's doing. Well,
2: and I thought, to me, that was honestly one of the creepiest moments, because to me, it looked like she was sewing herself. Yeah. into it yeah. which like pays off later yeah. but it was just oh yeah um so the
0: daughter and the baby start exploring one night and they find all their old stuff in the basement so they're like playing with it and having a good old time um
2: can i have a sidebar about this bit is yes. the baby falling down the stairs the baby falling down the stairs was the funniest fucking it was thing. in So funny! <laughs>
0: so like the animation it's like when they go to the basement, yeah, is like felt. So um, and it mm-hmm. gives a really nice, unique look, and like all the it's characters like, have that felt texture. Mm-hmm. The baby just like flops down the stairs at one point, and like <laughs> it's really funny because like she's made of felt, so you don't ever feel worried for that baby. But like, it's yeah. just
1: really funny to watch. Well, And the sound effects. The baby are also, has like a lot of autonomy. A, yeah a, the baby just starts character. talking at
0: one point i was like what? <laughs> yeah what <yeah. laughs> like you don't yeah, understand well, and what, what is she's it?
1: saying but she's talking
2: <laughs> the cooing noises she makes are so coy like while she's falling down the stairs she just goes ah, ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> and it's just like oh she's having a grand all time everything's yeah. great or yeah what was it she said to the mom it was like this is not proper some british thing
1: yeah yeah I I could never understand what the baby was trying to say, but I also didn't watch with captions or anything.
0: There's also a scene where they're like, the baby and the daughter get stuck upstairs and they can't find the stairs. And Uh so the daughter's like, because they notice their dad dragging all their old furniture towards the fireplace because he's been having trouble getting the fireplace lit. So Mr. Thomas is like, oh, well, uh, we have all the stuff in the basement that you can use as like kindling for the fire. So they see the dad, like, through a hole in the roof, like, downstairs, dragging all the stuff. And the mm-hmm. daughter's like, we've got to get down there. And the little baby goes, right away.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the thing the
3: baby said. A I didn't even
1: so realize good. that the baby was, like, doing, like, I could tell, like, she was trying to talk, but I didn't realize that the baby was, like, talking. <laughs>
2: you know? <laughs> you know, at first, like, the animation style for the, the humans really really fucking off-putted me like i was so creeped out by everything but by the end i like adored looking mm-hmm. at like all the the human faces like yeah. the baby and uh mabel were just i was so endeared by them like mm-hmm. i was like oh, yeah they,
0: they
2: have they have like these really tiny
1: faces Face on really big heads it's yeah. a
0: little bit off-putting but like it really fits the tone of the mm-hmm. short like, especially yeah, the they, parents, like, when they're just, they like, look zoning like out. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, when the parents yeah. are, like, zoned out, they have, like, these dead, beady eyes.
1: And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh,
2: oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Or there's this scene with, like, Mr. Thomas just kind of shivering and in- alone in the dark. And, like, you hear the oh, laughter God, of yeah. Mr. Van Shubik or whatever his name Schubick. is going, and then, like, he's a massive, like, even compared to the other characters, he's just, like, a massive figure, like, coming out of the darkness, like, engulfing mm-hmm. him. And it's just, or there was one overlay where you see um a wide shot of the house, and then, like, they overlay the old man's face on top of it and it looks like his eyes are like burning red. Oh, and it yeah. was just uh, the animation for this one was the most effective to me and the most scary.
1: Like yeah. this one scared
3: me. The, yeah. the overall
1: like the the mirroring of the it like starts with Mabel playing with her little dollhouse and then at the end it's like, oh, they were in the dollhouse the whole time. Yeah. You know? And like Yeah, the, the house has <sighs> the same design as her dollhouse which is also mm-hmm. a really good mm-hmm. touch. Yeah, it was like it was like the 1800s version of like a really awful evil game of the Sims <laughs> where you trapped <laughs> everyone inside the house. <laughs>
0: um so
1: should we talk about
0: the but ending? Yes. yes. Man, that uh, that did some things.
1: Mhm. Oh my god. So, um at the very end um you come to find out that as time has been going on, like the parents have been becoming furniture (laughs) and, uh, the dad starts to turn into a chair and then the mom is curtains. And, um, like the last thing that the dad did before he became a chair, I guess, is burn the dollhouse. Um, and you hear like a weird raspy voice and then Mabel, the little girl turns around and she's like, oh my god, dad, are you a chair? <laughs> like, Papa? He's like,
2: Papa? Papa? You are a
1: cushions. <laughs> and then, you know, like, he's like, leave this house, Mabel. It's like, oh god. <laughs> Freaky.
2: And then mom, like, uses her curtains uh, to flop out the window so that, mm-hmm. um...
1: Mabel so and Isabel out. can
2: climb down. Again, the baby does completely the- by itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This baby is a tie with um oh what's the baby who bites from a series of unfortunate events? Like um, those two are neck and neck and most um efficient baby. Sunny.
1: Sunny Baudelaire.
2: Sunny, yeah. It's between Sunny and Isabel. Like they toe to toe and most intelligent baby.
3: Yes. <laughs> um
0: Yeah, and so the house starts to catch on fire too, from all the stuff the dad was burning. And so like mm-hmm. Yeah, mom and dad burn
1: alive as the little girls yeah. escape from the house. <laughs> like, oh yeah. That's that's I, traumatizing. The mm-hmm. the way that the fire is animated in this, where it's like the the fuzzies from inside of a stuffed animal and like the way that it looks extremely dangerous despite the fact that it's like the fuzzy the like the fuzzy stuffing is just very it's very good and I love it a lot. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, this one definitely came off, like, a fairy tale, like, a twisted Mm -hmm. thing you would read in, like, a really old book that, like, hasn't been edited
1: to Mm -hmm. make it more appropriate. by a German person. Yes, by a German person. This is, this is a very Brothers Grimm type thing, yeah. Yeah,
0: um, and yeah, I think it's kind of delightful, uh, kind of disturbed me, um, there's a it's lot so of stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I think for this film overall, like I'm really trying to focus more on the atmosphere. Because if you were asked, if you were to ask me to try to like find any deeper meaning, I would just shrug and be like, I don't know. Um, like, I don't know. You never really find out that much about the architect or like who he is. It's like, is he Satan? Is he just a weird guy? Is he like the mm-hmm. embodiment of greed and modernization? I don't know. But you can I read, read a lot of to that to it,
1: though. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, yeah, because like it shows how as the family gets more and more invested in like this lifestyle and this house and don't question it, they become possessions of the upper class that is in his complete control. And to me, it's interesting because I really love the character of the architect because I have a theory that the entire house is essentially made up of people. Like there's this really lingering oh shot God. of the wallpaper that looks like eyeballs.
1: And I thought that was
2: a person. So to me, it's like, eventually, the upper class is literally commodifying people in order to build their
1: empire. Do you think even as time went on that, like, Mr. Thomas would have become furniture, too, the more time he spent in the house? Probably.
0: Yeah, his particular bargain, I think he's, like, already trapped. Because he mentions, he's like, I'm just an actor. I just do what he tells me. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, I think he's already kind of been trapped in his own little devil's bargain. And uh, he has to play this role of being, like, super happy and cheerful and, like, doing whatever he's told. Meanwhile, he knows that, like, these people are going to have something
2: really terrible happen to them.
1: Yeah, he's just, like, sitting there watching as they become furniture. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's just, like,
2: very clearly a demonstration of how, like... Desperate. Well, I don't know if he's desperate. I think he's just, his ego has been wounded because that's the one thing about like my reading of this that I'm not super invested in is this idea that giving up like your old home for new, better, materialistic things makes you bad because I think there's nothing wrong with wanting something more. I think it's just yeah. being aware of what you're getting into because the thing that I didn't like was he never consulted his family about it and it seems that he was purely in it to prove something to his judgmental family rather than something he was doing for yeah. himself and his own family.
1: I mean, like, yeah. he he only consults his wife, um, and she goes along with it because, you know, he says, um, apparently this guy was, like, a friend of his father's. We don't know if that's true or not, but that's just what he says. And that, like, if they make this house and they move in, that they're going to be the envy of all of their neighbors or whatever. And that's, like, kind of him trying to justify fitting into his family because they hate him and the fact that he's poor um and um it, it's definitely like you know when you're trying to fit in with the upper class the upper class is going to take advantage of you you know yeah
0: and i think that's i think that that's what i liked about um this short is i feel like it wasn't really trying to punish people for wanting more it was more of like just an inevitability and like if anything Mm -hmm. like i guess if i had to impose morals on this i would say it's more like for being neglectful of their children because the entire time they're in the new house the parents like don't they don't feed the children they don't like care like Um, Mabel keeps trying to tell them, like, oh, the baby's hungry, or the baby, it's time for her to go to bed, don't you want to put her to sleep? And the parents are like, no. We just want to sit here in our nice, fancy dining room and stare at the electricity.
2: (laughs) Well, and the thing I think I loved about this, too, is you're right. Like, it didn't feel, it felt more like a tragedy than, like, a moral story. Like, it felt Mm. like someone who made a choice that seemed like a good idea at the time, and oops, really wasn't. (laughs) Like, yeah it was a simple choice that's understandable to make and like they just didn't know they just didn't know all the yeah. details and it swallowed I mean, it's, them whole yeah, yeah if
0: someone came to me and told me hey I have this mansion you can live in for free I'd probably be like oh yeah sure why not
1: yeah mm-hmm.
2: well and at this stage of life I'd probably be okay with the fact that I'd get hunted or some r- weird rich people <laughs> shit but, like that's just part of the bargain at this point ain't it yeah, yeah. We do yeah. we do live in a
0: society. Yeah, we live in a society. Um so do we have any last thoughts about the first segment?
1: Um I kind of wanted to hold the baby. I was really I mad when Aww. the grandma didn't want to hold the baby cuz the baby looks so squishy and hugg- huggable and holdable. That
0: stuffy grandma. I kind of love <laughs> British people like <laughs> stuffy British people in movies.
3: Mm -hmm. The grandmas
0: who are like, oh, no. And
2: like, (laughs) just everything. The Dowager from Downton Abbey kind of character. Mm -hmm.
0: I just always find that like so amusing. Mm -hmm. Very silly.
2: Especially when they're like, don't you want to hold the baby? No. I (laughs) could. And I'm like, oh, I get it. It's because she's a cold person. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) I get
1: it. I get it. (laughs) Um... (laughs) The other thing I want to point out is, like, all of the title cards, like, before they play the next one, is, like, they have a little quote and then a picture of a clock. And I, Yes, and the clock I changes
0: love... based on the time period.
1: Yeah, very well,
0: good.
2: Well, and the thing I love is the titles are, like, all part of one big poem, split up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And I love it. So this one is, And Heard Within, A Lie Is Spun. Yes, Yes. and then... Which I assume is the lie of the house architect guy.
1: Yes, and then the second one is... Hold on. What is the second one? I don't remember. But it said alarm clock.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Then lost is truth that can't be won.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so the second segment follows, uh, segment. in this world, <laughs> if, yeah, in this world, all the characters are anthropomorphic rats, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, it follows this guy who's a contractor who's trying to renovate and resell the house, um, because it's been, like, really worn down and dilapidated, and so he's trying to make it all modern and pretty and fancy, and, uh, have, like, you know... All the fanciest technology and amenities. And, um, one thing that I noticed that I really thought was cool is at the beginning, like the first opening shot is like a bunch of trash piled up outside Mm -hmm. of stuff he's like getting rid of. And you can see the sewing machine from the first short in the trash. Yeah. Oh, 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 the other thing. Maybe that's all
2: connected. I
1: didn't notice that. The other thing, um, that I saw was that, um, in the first one, um, when uh, Mabel is playing with her dollhouse, um, the dolls are little rats.
3: Oh,
0: I didn't actually notice Aww. that. Um, okay, well, that's cool. I did not expect that. Well, there's another moment actually later in the second short where there's like a couple who have a baby, and the mom just meant like she's talking to the baby and she calls her Isabelle. So I'm like, oh, Aww. it's all connected. Um, I love yeah. that. Yeah. I can hear but a kitty. anyway. So, if, yeah, Pepper's sitting in my <laughs> lap right now. <laughs> so if you no. hear Purine, um,
1: that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's also thinking about all the delicious rats.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so it follows this rat who's, like, trying to change the house. He's clearly in debt because he keeps calling the bank. He apparently fired all the rest of the construction workers, and he's like, no, I'll just do it myself. I don't need anyone. And so he's trying to do all these renovations on his own. Um, throughout the short, he keeps calling someone. We don't know who he's calling. We assume it's like a partner because he keeps calling them darling and sweetheart. And he's like just venting to them about how difficult things are for him right now. Um, mm-hmm. There's a reveal about this later, which I love. But we can get <laughs> yep. into that. Yeah later um so while he's renovating the house he keeps coming across fur beetles and their larvae so it's like these little worms and the little beetles and he's like oh
2: gross and keeps trying to like poison them but they just keep coming back there is one scene that fucks me up because it's like him like he gets out of his clothes so he can disinfect them and then he's going to go into the cabinet and like attack them try to get them out and the noise and we see him go in but we don't follow him so we like hear the noise from outside and it sounds a lot like sexual noises
1: yeah Mm -hmm. i was i was watching that yesterday just to refresh a little bit and i was like um that sounds uh dirty (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. um (laughs) Well then there's (laughs) also a
0: shot of him it just like I love this short because it makes you feel like gross. Like, there's yeah, that nasty. shot of him, like, in on his the floor. Basically, yeah, on the floor after he's, like, mm-hmm. doused the whole house in poison and he's, like, passed out with the empty bottle of poison and all these dead bugs around him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, oh, that's, that's made me feel something. Yeah. Some gross. <laughs> So he finally gets his house renovated how he likes, and he's trying to plan a a viewing so that potential buyers can come and look at it. And -hmm. he's trying to make all these fancy foods and, like, fancy music and light system that, like, glows in time with the music, and uh, things just kind of keep going wrong for him. And his viewing goes terribly, and this was, like, oh, Yeah, he, like,
1: orders the wrong food or something... Um it's just the most comfortable moment.
0: Cause mm-hmm. he's like trying mm-hmm. so hard to impress these people who clearly like are not at all impressed. And yeah. it's just like oh, it just makes me like want to just retreat into myself. I'm like, oh like I do kind of feel bad for him, but at the same mm-hmm. time I'm like, dude, you're trying too hard. Like Yeah. People will buy. You get both sides of it. Yeah, I'm like people will buy a vintage house that like isn't modernized. Like, yeah,
1: for real. You're you're fine, dude. But um, the the thing that got me though, I think my favorite part about this was um the little kids.
0: (laughs) Yes, there's a little girl running around (laughs) with her ice cream cone that she like smears everywhere. She smears it on the fish tank, on the table. And apparently she just <laughs> dunks the whole ice cream cone in the fish tank, because later you see the fish eating it.
1: Yeah, and then the other thing is there's a baby, and the baby rat is, like, a little naked rat. That's very
2: oh, it's cute. so cute. <laughs> <laughs> also, real quick, did the the dance sequence happen before the viewing or after the viewing? After. after the viewing. Okay, good, thank
0: but you. But we will be talking about that,
1: because that's mm-hmm. amazing.
2: Okay. Um,
0: um,
1: so, so like... The- Throughout this viewing you have this little girl with dirty shoes walking around and then she's like smearing stuff everywhere and like he just kind of ignores the fact that like there is a little girl making a mess everywhere and um you can tell that like people are like taking note of the fact that he is not doing anything about this.
0: Yeah, because well, um, he's like, and just neither are the so- parents. <laughs> desperate to impress people that i think he wouldn't mm-hmm. like bother to say anything cuz he just really wants to sell this house
1: yeah.
0: um and then so the it's introduction like so... of this go ahead oh, i was like he's so desperate to please that he's
2: like afraid to assert himself basically
3: mhm mhm I've
0: been
2: there. But the thing I loved the most out of this sequence is eventually he's in the kitchen and he's showing off, like, the centerpiece of the house, this beautiful, meticulously crafted oven. And then he talks about how you can, like, adjust your lighting to whatever, like, settings you put on your phone. So it could be, like, red, it could be blue. And then he drops his phone and the lights start, like, blinking like a fucking discotheque. And then this massive, long... Older woman with a tiny squat gentleman come up and talk to him in this kind of voice, and they're like, "We're very interested in your house." And I just love that sequence mm, so much. Yeah. It's such an effective, terrifying introduction of characters. Yeah, and also I love that old couple. I find them Me delightfully too. And terrifying. They're so funny. they have got these little
0: like
1: beady eyes. Well, well the 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 man rat beetle man um <laughs> uh it, like his eyes are huge and they like reflect everything and then you have the the woman who's like super tall and lumpy and like really short legs and like her eyes are closed and it's like uh, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um just like you can tell right away that something is wrong because they are not shaped the same way as all the other rats that are in this house um yeah they are shaped like the they are shaped like bugs
2: the beetle and the larva respectively yeah Mm
1: -hmm. very creepy and like the whole time i was watching this i was thinking it's kind of a good thing that they chose animals for this because i sit here and wonder what the body horror would look like if they had chosen people Oh, God. see honestly
2: that's why i respect the art style of this i think it's fantastic i love the world of little mice but in my head i kept going i would be so much more freaked out right now if this was a person
1: yeah like can you imagine like a person with like huge fucking eyeballs staring at you like that <laughs>
2: that reminds me we gotta watch the fly at some point
0: oh we do <laughs> yes we do um so this couple comes to the viewing and they basically just like don't leave they're like oh we're very interested in the house Mm -hmm. and then like they just stay and later that night they're like getting into bed in the guest room and they're like oh you could you make us a cup of tea like they're taking baths in his fancy bathtub and so first he's like oh they're just they just want to buy the house so it's fine and he's really excited but like Mm -hmm. as things keep going and they don't leave he's like starts to get more freaked out
1: yeah um, so um, this is
0: where we get the dance sequence
1: yes um so before we get into the dance sequence i want to point out that like um when at first when he's trying to get rid of the fur beetles and like poisoning them and everything he has this website pulled up that's like auto reading and it says like if you don't get rid of fur beetles immediately they're going to invest your house and like not leave um so that's number one Um, number two is when they're talking to him the first time is they, um, they keep asking him questions about the house and like the materials that like are in the insulation and like all of that. And he says basically that it's all organic and it's stuff that they can eat.
0: They're like, yeah, they're like, oh, these rugs look delectable.
1: Mm hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about the curtains and yeah. uh the insulation in the walls he's like the insulation is like paper and cotton and they're like oh we're very interested in the house so they're like planning to like stay there and eat the fucking house <laughs> and it's um, like Ugh, gross
0: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so he has like this mental sort of breakdown um where he's yeah, also he, like, like whoever he's on the phone with gets mad at him and they're like Evidently, they're like, "Don't call me darling." He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, sweetheart," and they hang up on him. Yeah. Um, he just like flops down onto the floor and is staring at the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And then
1: and a you beat hear this starts, little, like, flicker, and there's like a red light going on, and then it uh, switches view to the ceiling, and you see all these little bugs start crawling out of the vent, and it's <laughs> and the oh. bugs just but it's a, like a in... dance number.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and it's like what I'm trying to remember, like the Zigfeld Follies level, where there's just like intricate shapes and kick lines, and mm-hmm. it's beautiful, honestly. <laughs> it's yeah, cats can could learn a thing or two from this
1: movie. Mm-hmm. the The two things that this reminded me of off the bat, um, first off, James and the Giant Peach with the way the bugs are animated, um, and then second off the uh, the scene in Coraline where the rats start dancing.
2: Oh yeah,
0: um, in the circus. Mm.
1: Those are the two yeah, things uh, that this reminded me of, and I was like, uh, "Like yes, yes, I'm in. <laughs> I yeah, loved both of I those wish movies growing that up. that was
2: what I thought of, because I just kept thinking of the scene from Cats where um, oh. <laughs> uh, she keeps eating the cockroach dancers during the oh, no. bumblebee I mean, you're,
0: you're not wrong, because that is also a very horrifying scene. It's just one yeah. was intentional and one isn't, apparently.
2: Yeah. And, well, and this one looked really cool. Yeah. yeah
0: it
1: just looked...
2: It was
0: just terrifying. So, their little sequence. funky
1: song uh, mm-hmm. it's just so good. When they have I'm, like, like the worm and the beetle, and like the beetle is like doing a little like dance with a nail, like it's a cane, and then like he like gets done with that little part, and then the the worm just kind of like squishes itself a little bit and like wiggles from side to side. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh. It's very good. And I can watch that over and over again because it's very, it's very gross. Yeah, it does
2: kind of separate itself from the rest of the narrative, like just have this little set piece of like beautiful
1: artistry. But I'm okay yeah. with it. It's yeah. so good. Um, there's like a a commentary that I had ended up reading like in a review about how like during this bit, it's like, the fur beetles are like, you didn't get rid of us, so like we're gonna rejoice with that. And like also look how cool it is to be nasty, <laughs> basically. Aren't yeah. you
2: tired of trying so hard? Wouldn't you like to just go feral?
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> <Yes>. much. <laughs>
2: Which honestly,
0: yeah. Are yeah. you tired
1: of being nice? Don't you just wanna go ape shit? <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> so um next the character calls the police because he's trying to get rid of these two people who have just decided to live
1: in the house. like, obviously you're not gonna get, you're not gonna leave, and um, so I'm calling the police, and then uh, so when he calls the police, he like, goes to the door, apparently the door is ringing, and he opens it, and the police are there. Um, But it's not for what he was talking about. Um,
0: Yeah, so
1: you find out
0: that the person he's been calling the entire time was his dentist. His dentist. the the police are like, you keep giving him personal details of your life, which he does not care about as your dentist. (laughs) And like...
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's like, apparently you've been also calling him baby and sweetheart and this is like grounds for kind of a sexual harassment thing. And they're like, "Um, if you call him again, he's going to take you to court over this. And he's like, take me to court, what for? And it's like, because you're like kind of imposing this weird sexual dynamic on your dentist dude it's just such Uh, a funny reveal it's funny but it's also completely fucking sad like because you think this guy is like calling someone that like he feels like he can trust and confide in but it's literally someone that does not give a shit about him at all
2: well and it's literally taking away the only other thing he had going for him other than this house and so his life really is totally and completely fucked
1: yeah yeah and like um also it's it's kind of a weird parallel to like the scene where you don't see him killing all the Beatles, but like it sounds weird wherein like he's like you know talking to someone but it's like Totally like divorced from the context, like you, it just seems like kind of weird, you know?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, like you're so- calling your dentist that, Jeez, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so next, all these other little, uh, strange looking rats show up, and the two people well, in the house are like, Oh, it's our family, they've come to see our new house, mm-hmm. and um. He freaks like, out, and he's like, okay, yeah. well, I'll
1: make, you, I'll make you all a cup of tea, and then he, like, gets the poison out. He's, yeah, like, gonna he's poison like, all maybe of I'll them. just murder. <laughs> and, uh, he, like, sprays poison powder, like, all up in his face, trying to open it, and he passes out, and then he ends up in the hospital, um... And and like, for a second,
2: I was actually very touched when the odd couple comes to the yeah, hospital, and you see yeah. them say it's time to go home. And I was like, "Oh, at least someone gives a shit." Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then they do yeah. take him back to the house, and it's again, it's kind of sweet. Like all the other weird uh, bug relatives have like turned into identical copies of the older couple, mm-hmm.
1: and they've grown, and extra, they limbs. Yep, they grown can...
0: extra
2: limbs.
1: Yeah, they have grown extra limbs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, and they're
0: like welcome home. They throw them a welcome home party, and they're all like when they clapping, start clapping, on but they're beat. clapping their own hands because yeah. like they all have like extra limbs now, so they're like just clapping like their four hands together yeah, and like, in bah. unison.
2: Like, yeah, oh, it was like very terrifying. And then they just fucking destroy the house. Like, yeah, yeah, so okay. like full on turn into bugs. Like they start writhing and crawling and destroying <laughs> yeah. everything that mm-hmm. they have There's built like- and just.
3: The Some on is dead. the walls.
1: They're, like, eating everything. Like, just, curtains, like, totally ripping the up the curtains and the carpet and the bed. And, like, one of them is, like, even gnawing at, in one scene, like, gnawing at, uh like, the wires on a lamp and, like, electrocutes itself to death. And I was watching that and, like, I caught that and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, they <laughs> just don't. Funny, actually. They're, just, they're just going at it. Like, urges and, like, you know the the whole like self uh containment and restraint is out the window they're just Aww. like going at it there's garbage everywhere the fish is dead and the, the, the one bug starts crawling on the fish tank and like pawing at it so it's like oh god is it gonna go in there and like try to eat the fish that's nasty <laughs> Well, and
2: what else? I think to me, the most terrifying thing was like the animation for the larva mouse, like
1: the way it would mm-hmm. rise on the bed oh, and yeah. crawl yeah. up the walls, just mm-hmm. fucked me
2: up. I hated it. And yeah. then,
1: yeah, and then it cuts to the kitchen where, like the the best part of the house is apparently, and uh, the the rat guy, the rat developer, has burrowed a hole into the the oven and is living inside of it now. And it's uh, <laughs> gross. Now and, he's a
0: real rat. Yeah, yeah he's, he's going he's like big like, round rat. rat. Like he squeaks and like acts, yeah, like an animal. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. Well, and terrifying.
2: the way his eyes were animated before, you could kind of see pupils. He
1: does the way that people have, have,
2: have before, and those are gone, f- baby. They're he fully is... black
1: now. It's like, oh man. It's
2: like, on the one hand, this is terrifying because, like. Literally one of my biggest fears, and this is why the first one's terrifying too, is like a loss of self, a loss of identity, mm-hmm. and like a loss of dignity and autonomy. And like both of the those things happen in both of these, but this one's just so much more degrading. <laughs> but also, this is another thing where I kept wondering how much more awful this would be if he was like a real person acting like a rat, as opposed to Ooh. a rat man who was acting like a man, then acting like a rat. Yeah. Cause like the it's visual like- of a grown man, like acting like a rat and full
1: of filth and squalor, just fucking <gasps> <Schmeagle>. <laughs> <laughs> Um oh. Yeah. Like I, I totally understand why they chose rats for this, like as the sit in, cause it's like, you know, in the end they're all vermin and they're all like, you know, kind of giving into like this kind of destructive urge and that's a a little more apparent when the characters are animals. Um, but, like, yeah, just, like, sitting there and watching all of this go down, I'm like, if if this were a human being and, like, having just, like, a nasty man crawling around on the floor and, like, there's, like, these bug people surrounding him and he's just, like, totally fine with it and, like, eating garbage off the floor and just being nasty of like this that would be so so much worse in a way
2: but at the same time i like i agree with that completely i also i do love the animation style especially whenever rats get to be like people like in Mm -hmm. the the great mouse detective or the rescuers like i love little mouse people
1: (laughs) very shame a day moment of (laughs) you thank
2: you i take that Uh, as a compliment
1: yes i mean i i'm very also much like that. Um, I love I love I love when there's little animal animal people and they just kinda like get to do their thing is a little they like sleep in a little matchbox and or a sardine can maybe.
2: (laughs) (laughs) See for me, the first time I watched this, I thought what was going to happen was they were gonna get one of their giant bug buddies to like wear his skin after he like accidentally poisoned himself. Because that's what I thought was happening with all the weird rat people. I was like, oh, they're just a bunch of bugs in rat
1: suits. You know what? Then, I, I think I had I mean, that passing thought, the way they did it was too. much more
2: interesting, though.
1: Yeah. yeah I like what they been, did, though.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Um, well, because I was
2: like, why would he go so willingly um, out of the hospital? And he just seems to be completely changed. But then it's because he literally gave up. And I'm like, oh, actually, that makes yeah. sense, too. Yeah, it's like nowhere yeah. else to go.
0: Yeah, this... I can easily say this one was, like, my favorite. I loved all of the shorts in this film, but, like, this was my favorite because it just was so relatable. I'm like, oh, man, we really do destroy the things we love. Um, yeah. And, like, just that frustration of, like, nothing going right.
1: It's like nobody uh, who I spent... you want to give a shit about you actually does give a shit yeah, about you, so the, you're just like, might like, as well eat some garbage It could almost
0: it. <laughs> be a statement about art, too. Like, you put your heart and soul into, like, doing this thing, and then people just like consume it and destroy it. And I, yeah. I'm like, hmm, that could be a really interesting commentary on like creating things and uh yeah. parasocial relationships that some people have with creators.
1: For real.
2: hmm And then kind of we have the theme of um money carrying over as well with his constant like he he has to give up these things that he needs to build the house, like the contractors, the the good food for the presentation. Um, a fucking exterminator because yeah. he just can't afford it he can either choose to get the house renovated and finish it or he cannot like those are the two options he does not have a choice really
1: yeah mm-hmm. and it's like it's like in a way he kind of like let the house consume him too um mm-hmm. because like he's like put all of his money and all of his time and effort into this house and it just kind of he he like lives in the basement of this house, because he doesn't have anywhere else to go, um, because he's given up so much, and I don't know. It's like the house is feeding him, while feeding off of him. the The parasocial relationship thing is very much there, and I, yeah. <laughs>
0: <sighs> so do we have any other last thoughts about this one?
1: Um, I went on Where Tumblr. Right? To look for fun gift sets and um there were people calling this rat man a himbo <laughs> in the tag and I don't know how to feel about it. That's all I'm gonna say. I kind of disagree, but I respect her opinion. I don't think he's
2: a himbo. Yeah, same, yeah same I, I same
0: here. He's not likable enough to be a himbo. Like I feel sympathy no. for him and I identify with him. But I'm also like, dude, you are trying way too hard. It just reminds me of all the and things like... I dislike about myself, I guess.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I don't think he's dumb. Like,
1: I, no. I think he
2: just, he's kind of trying to react to situations as they come rather than, like, start from the foundation and then do it. But even then, I don't know. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, it feels like another tragedy where it's like, could this thing really have been helped? Like, he tra- he legitimately tried to, like, attack the infestation, I thought. Mm-hmm. But, like, well, I don't well, know, it he... just kept growing outside of his control.
1: He... He did attack the infestation at first, but then once it started showing interest in him, he decided not to. And that's, like, the thing. It's like it yeah. let he let it corrupt him because even though, like, you can kind of tell from the very beginning that these are, like, not good people, very obviously f- they are fur beetles and uh, rat skin. Um, <laughs> uh, the fact that they are interested in the house and um, are, like, potential customers are like enough for him to like not try to get them out despite the fact that he knows that there's something wrong there
2: yeah oh yeah well i mean when the people invite the house and they have this pretense of like helping him yes but i mean like before Mm -hmm. that when he was like renovating the house like it seemed like he really tried and by the end like there's just this loss of hope loss of anything he's like i just can't anymore so i'm just gonna be a rat Yeah. yeah I have Mood. um.
0: I'll try to find this. I found this really cool art on Twitter, of the couple, and it just the caption is POV. They are very interested in your house, oh. and um, <laughs> I need to share that to the Netflix and Kill Twitter. So I yes. shall try to find it again because it was really good. Yes, um, please. please
2: do. I feel like this rat would be a character on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, a little that's bit. accurate. Um, uh, I'm also gonna send this. To our group chat because it's great. Okay, so we have our third and final part of the film. um And this one, this one all is the characters called... are cats.
1: Meow meow. They
2: are. It's called Listen Again and Seek the Sun. I think this one was my favorite.
1: Yeah, this so one is. Good. This one is a lot more hopeful than the other two. Yeah.
0: Which is nice. It's a good way to end the film. Um, yeah. Because I think it definitely would have been like a huge downer to just have like three downers in a row. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we were talking before we started recording about how just like really pretty the cat designs are. Like the main mm-hmm. character in this is a calico cat and she's so cute.
3: Mm hmm.
2: She Miss is Miss Rosa. Yeah. Miss Rosa. So, um, yeah, she this... is the. Yep. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say she is the landlord owner of a house, which is like the same house that's been used on all three short films. And it is in this really cool looking world that's just like constantly flooded. Like as far as you can see, it's this mist and this water that's slowly rising.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and the house is like pretty much the only thing left um and she's Mm -hmm. like determined to turn it into apartments and have people come live there because she she genuinely loves the house and like it's really sweet and like she's she's not trying like she's still trying to renovate it but it's different from how the character in the previous short was trying um like hers does seem to be born out of like a genuine love for the house and like a desire for companionship and, like, I want people to come and appreciate this thing and, like, to have a kind of a found family. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's really sweet. And she just keeps trying, but the water is rising and, like, the wallpaper falls off because the wall is, like, too damp and, uh, things just keep going wrong for her. She has two tenants. Yeah, and the water
2: supply is brown and infected with something. It's just not good water. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: So her two tenants, um, one of them Elias is... Elias and Jen. Was, yeah, Elias and Jen. And uh, oh,
1: Jen is, love like, those
0: two. the hippie mm. um, who's, like, into
1: her crystals. And she is voiced by Helena Bonham Carter. Oh,
0: she's so great. <laughs> and she's, like, communicating on the astral plane. And she's like, oh, yeah, I've got this friend <laughs> who's gonna come visit. And I'm talking to, like, we're spiritual pals and he's gonna come visit us soon. And, like... You know, Rose is like okay, whatever. Um, So Jen always pays her rent in crystals, and Elias pays his rent in fish because he's really good at fishing. And all the designs on these cats are just so cute. He's like a little black cat, and he like reaches his little paws into the water and grabs fish. And it's just like I just really love
2: it. I love watching. It's kind of refreshing. After the last two, like I feel like part of their design was that their eyes are so creepy and off-putting. Mm-hmm. It was so refreshing to have one where, like, the eyes were just you know, like big old cat eyes. They were just so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So you—that was not a dig at the animation in the other two. It was no, because it's very done on. Idea.
0: Yeah, it's done on purpose, and yeah. so I think it's just like a really good choice for each, mm-hmm. for each part. Um. Yeah. So you find out that Jin's uh, friend is actually real. And he shows up, his name is Cosmos, and he's like mm-hmm. Oh, I, I love this, Cosmos. Like, I love him too. He's, he's just a throat happy... singer. Like, when he shows up, yeah. all you hear
1: is Ooh. <laughs> like, Ooh,
2: I can't throat sing.
0: Yeah, oh, no, I can't there. either.
1: It would and tear up set- my throat.
2: <laughs> he
0: sets up, like, a tent in the yard, and I was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna live here, and uh... He, like, tells Rosa that he's gonna help her with the house, but, like, clearly he obviously has different ideas for it because he's, like, starts mm-hmm. tearing up the floorboards to make Elias a boat, and, like...
1: Yeah. They're, like, um... Keeps, he's,
0: like, oh, I'm gonna get some, like, cabbage and sage, and it'll fix the water problem and make the water not be brown <laughs> anymore. And she's, like, yeah, okay. he's like
1: he's, like, very, like, kinda wacky hippie, but, like, his ideas for, like, what the house needs are kind of correct um in that like he's like the the like when he's talking to her about like all the things that she wants renovated he's like um he's like if i go in with the plumbing that's a little too invasive and like he's like you need to get at the soul of this house and like Mm -hmm. she's like okay well that's hippie bullshit uh, (laughs) um but you can still help me (laughs) and um so he like starts Ripping things up, and um, she's like, You're just like totally ruining this house. And then, um, you find out that like Elias and Jen are wanting to leave, um, and that they've been like all planning to move out of the house for a while, um, and they just haven't done it yet. And yeah, Elias specifically is like, I just really need to go, and she's like, yeah. very upset about it because, like, he's like her friend and
0: like they really you know. do have this found family and it's really sweet Um mm-hmm. like Jin is kind of like a mentor slash mother figure and it's just like I really love that and uh you can tell like they genuinely care about Rosa but they're like we literally mm-hmm. have no choice like the house is going to be underwater in a few days so like and they keep yeah. telling her like you need to let go like you're so attached to this idea of what you want the house to be but like, it's not possible, so you need to like, go and stop hanging on to this thing that's burdening you.
1: And yeah. um, um, oh. at one point, Cosmos is like, "I've installed a lever for um your liberation." At one point, and you're like, "What does that even mean?" Um, yeah, and she's like, "I legitimately he just, like...
2: thought he installed a thing to blow up the house." <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um... At
2: first, but then.
1: yeah i like the answer they
2: gave much better
1: um uh, there's
2: this great sequence where i'm trying to remember what triggers it where rosa has this vision oh that's the only Um, like scary part when
0: yeah jen and uh, cosmos like put all the steam in the air i don't know if it's like sage or incense or whatever they're burning but they're like burning something and so she kind of has this weird like trippy vision
1: Mm -hmm. so like she's like talking to jen about like the fact that elias left and she's like very upset about it and she's like i didn't know he could draw because like when he left he left her two presents one of them was a fish um because he's very good at fishing and that's what he's been paying his rent with um and then the other thing was like just a bunch of like sketches of them together and like um and just how he's, like, a wonderful artist, and she's, like, I didn't know he could draw, and it's, like, why didn't you? You should have been paying more attention. And, um, then, like, because they're, like, burning all this stuff, Jen's, like, don't be afraid, and then she, like, opens the door, and the mist comes into the house, and so, like, it's the mist mixing with, like, whatever else that they're burning, and it, like, enters into, like, Rosa's, like, senses or whatever and she starts having these like visions of like her and Jen and Elias all like having fun together and then they disappear and she's like alone and like she's just kind of like having this like sudden realization of like oh you know I I don't know if I actually really cared about the heart of the house which is like the connections and the people I was just really more caring about the structure itself you know and it was just like oh wow that's like really profound and upsetting and sad (laughs) well and especially with the imagery of flooding
2: can really represent so many different things that like impact us every day like it can depression anxiety death it can be all these Mm -hmm. different things and the way rosa reacts is so absolutely human of like trying to rationalize everything to -hmm. the point where you kind of can't rationalize period you can't like connect with others yeah and i just Mm -hmm. i love this idea i I love stories that are like this of like finding ways to cope when there are things you just simply can't change Mm
3: -hmm. yeah
0: and um so at the end like we see that uh jen and cosmos are getting ready to sail off on their boat together Mm -hmm. and they're like come on you can come with us and she's like no i can't wait for me and like she's decided she wants to go, but they're already like sailing away. Um so then she goes Oh yeah, she like leans up against the lever and she's like, Oh yeah, this is here. And so she pulls the lever and her house turns into a big giant boat. Mm-hmm. It's a- and it's like, yeah, so good. Yeah, it's, it's just, so freaking like, really pretty. It's mm-hmm. so like whimsical. The imagery is- when- yes. And so she yeah. like sails off, and then Elias comes back and like Jin, Cosmos, and they're like, oh yeah, you did it. And like all of them mm-hmm. go and like sail off together in their boats. And it's just really cute mm-hmm. and uplifting. And like it was a really yeah. beautiful way to end the film because um, it's so hopeful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the,
2: um, and I love the way the poem fits all together Like I think this film really puts the nail In the poem of And heard within a lie is spun Then lost is truth that can't be won Listen again and seek the sun Like yeah. it's just It's so dark and terrifying And then boom sunlight I yeah. love the poetry they, of this film I love the poetry of this
1: sequence together. Uh, Into the sunset And it's so good And I love this idea of like You know, if something structure-wise just isn't working, then maybe looking at it a different way and turning it into something else is the answer that you need. Yeah, like
0: she didn't even have to get rid of the house or anything. It was more about like just the way she approached it.
1: And like, Yeah, it's not that you're stuck with the house. It's that the house is, you know, you have to have the house be a part of you and to travel with it and like, you know, A home is not the structure itself. It's the people that, you know, are around you and the way that uh, it's so (laughs) I'm going to cry. I think for me, it's also
2: that and like the idea of accepting the realities around you, even if it's not what you wanted and Mm -hmm. adapting to those realities can still bring you joy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's a flood and mist and it's really hard to exit out of this one specific spot but if you look at it a different way and you know think about all of the things that are actually important to you then it's very easy to be able to move through the difficult things and be able to have those connections still It's gonna make me cry it's so sweet well Uh. it's like kyla
2: said your house and your home may not look the way you imagined it it may Mm -hmm. not be the the proper tenants you wanted it may not be like a stable house yeah but you're sailing and you're moving and that can bring you happiness
0: Yeah, yeah and i like that like especially right now in the face of like a literal apocalypse and all the weird Mm -hmm. stuff that's happening in the world right now. Um, You know, I think all of us can fall into that trap of like feeling really hopeless. Like I know I definitely can where I just look at the news and I'm like, wow, we're all screwed and nothing's good and we're all going to die miserable. But like, then I don't know when I think about like my friends and the people I care about, I'm like, there's still good in the world and there's people who look out for each other. And like, Um, like, one of my friends from work is gonna do a fundraising stream for, like, transgender-positive charities. And I'm like, oh, there's still, like, really good people who, like, genuinely care about others. And that makes me happy, and it, uh, Mm -hmm. helps keep me going.
2: It kind of almost is, like, the opposite of the idea of the infestation, where, like, they crawl in and, like, completely destroy him- as opposed to the others who are like trying to bring her outside and show her in the light, and they're like, You'll really flourish in this. We believe mm-hmm. in you. And it's like, oh cats.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: We all need we all need a gin in our lives. I loved
0: her. Yeah, so sometimes quite. the
1: hippie bullshit is real. <laughs> oh my real. god, listen.
2: Listen, I don't have like a shit ton of crystals because they haven't helped me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and like even if you don't buy into, like, that kind of, like, oh, they, like, all actually do something, it's more of a reminder of, like, what you need to be focusing on in life in order to feel more comfortable and more healthy, you know? Like, all of them have, like, a specific thing that they do, you know? Like, um, but it's more, like, just a reminder of, like, what you need to be focusing on in the moment in order for you to feel better you know
2: there yeah. was one part where um, Jan was talking to Rosa and like discussing like what do you want and she was wearing like a clear quartz crystal which is like clarity of mind and like connecting to your higher self and higher
1: wants mm-hmm. and I was like oh
2: fuck yeah get that crystal imagery in there fuck yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh crystals um, what was the it's... one that she gave her at the beginning of her the month
2: obsidian yeah. oh I don't know what that one does I
0: don't
1: know She either. says what it does, but it, I don't remember I think what she, she says. Said Listen, something... they all
2: kind of do this. Oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was like, I think she said something about, oh, it's to find your true self. Or, yeah, it was something, you know, very vague. Yeah. Is what she said. It, about it kind
2: it... of... That's the downside of crystals, at least from my perspective. I haven't talked to anyone who's like a specialist in it yet. They all kind of have a similar vibe of like clarity and loving yourself and doing that with like very different, very vari- like variations on it, but they mm-hmm. all have that kind of core concept.
1: I I yeah. want a I want a crystal that's just gonna totally obliterate my enemies. <laughs> I charge I think it up. It's a name. bullet. It has a laser beam. <laughs> I
2: think that's a fucking bullet.
1: well i didn't mean it like that i was just i was (laughs) i was thinking Um, thinking like you know like wizards like when they have the big orb on the end of their staff and they charge it up and just like laser blast people i mean listen if you hit someone
2: hard enough with a crystal i think it'll do it then
1: Uh, (laughs) true (laughs) um yeah i mean you're just essentially throwing a rock at someone at that (laughs)
0: point i'm also one of those like I've got my crystals, um, but I can also kind of laugh at myself for it, too. Like, you know, I like them, and they bring me comfort, so, like, that's what I care about. I'm like, eh, maybe they don't have any spiritual thing at all, but that's okay, because it, like, still brings me comfort. Um... But I do also love that bit from the Beetlejuice musical where she's like, I have my crystals <laughs> speak to me. And she's like, What are they saying? What do they say? Buy more crystals. Buy
2: more crystals. <laughs> That's always it's true. Gets a it laugh is kind of, of me. a in that way.
3: Yeah,
0: there was
2: there was only one thing I signed up for online therapy. And like, it was mostly a racket and not helpful at all. But there was one thing uh, someone said to me that did stand in my brain and actually got me into uh, crystals, where they asked me, like, are you spiritual? And I said, No, I don't believe in God. And they were like, that's okay. But do you believe in anything? And I was like, uh, kind of. And they're like, well, it might be helpful if you find something to channel ways to, or set up a ritual for yourself to connect with the bigger things in life that you care about. And, like, to me, that's what the crystals are. Like, I don't know if they have, like, high frequencies or, like, anything like that. But, like, when I look at that rock, I remember, hey, go do something that will make you smile today. Like, I do these rituals where I go on long walks with my, um clear quartz I go out to eat for with my like amazonite crystals like they're just little rituals I do to make sure that I'm getting out in the world and doing something kind for myself and others and to me I think that's kind of like what any of these tones in the movie are like is the what is the house reminding you of what is it inspiring you to do is it inspiring you to move forward or is it inspiring you to hunker down within yourself mm-hmm. like it's just it's a fascinating thing to me
0: yeah, yeah. and I think like especially um for two of us who have just moved, like, just in general, a story about a house and, like, finding your place and finding your home is, like, just really poignant right now. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, I I don't know, like, it just, this movie just, like, really hit me emotionally, and, like, it came into my life at, like, exactly the right time. So, uh, yeah. just a shout out to the filmmakers. I just want to say, like, I know you're not listening to this, but thank you. For making this movie, because it's, like, really good. And I also love that it's really weird, because I think we need more weird media. And I think we need more, like, mm-hmm. dark and creepy stop-motion films. Yes. And, like, animation we just that's need not more, Disney.
1: We need more stop-motion films in general. I know Laika yeah. is, like, kind of the the main studio for that, but we just need more. Like, just, like, more weird stop-motion stuff and I feel like stop motion is like such a good medium for like weird kind of creepy stories or like you know little hopeful whimsical stories and yeah we just need more of it it's just a good medium and I love I love them and the few times I've made stop motion films I've really loved it and we just need more of them (laughs)
2: We do. They have a real (laughs) texture that other films just don't have. There is Mm -hmm. that human touch of like someone spent hours and hours of love and care and frustration with every single second of it, and it's so every every single frame
1: is a composed photograph. Like, Mm -hmm. and they have to like take a picture every single time they have to move anything, and it's oh, it's so time consuming, but it's so good. It's so So good. good.
2: One other thing I kind of want to bring up with this one is... I can't remember who said it. I don't even remember where I read it. But I remember someone said that horror can be... One of the biggest elements of horror is the invasion of the home.
3: Yeah.
2: And the heart. And, like, when I think about all the horror movies we've covered, I do feel like there, there is that idea of the invasion of a sacred space. And, like, mm-hmm. the, what is more of a sacred space than, like, where you fucking live?
1: Mm-hmm. And so, like,
2: I just... I've never looked at horror the same way again. Like, this one definitely understood that and like exploited it to its greatest degree the only one i can think of that reminds me of this is the book the house of leaves that also exploits the idea of like the home being turned inside out and you also being turned inside out
1: Mm. i've never read house of leaves i'll have to look into that i haven't
2: either but yeah oh have you heard of the premise Mm. no
1: the book title sounds familiar but i don't remember if i know what it is
2: it's a book that, like, documents a man who moved into a house where the inside is, like, two inches longer than, like, the outside.
3: Mm. And
2: as they explore further, the house gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then the book itself, the structure of it, it's, like, playing with, like, what your expectations are for, like, academic writing to, like, mm-hmm. trick your mind. And it reading it feels like going mad because things oh. start to not make sense. But in a way where you're like, wait, this should make sense. This is structured a certain way. It's brilliant. Like, the scene where she, um, Mabel, I can't remember the little girl's name from the first one. She's, like, stuck in the attic, and she's, like, turning around and around, and he's like, he's changed the design again, and she, like, is completely lost, and they just Mm -hmm. spend the night in the hallway. That reminded me so much of that book. I highly recommend it. It's so freaking terrifying.
0: Yeah, that sounds really good. I'll have to add that to my, uh, my queue, my library app.
2: I'll put some examples in the the chat on discord as well
0: oh yeah um yeah so i know we're running kind of long with this episode but i'm just like there's a lot to talk about with this one yeah i'm so happy to be back and i just really loved this movie yeah
1: Uh, even though it's an hour and 30 minutes all of these shorts have like a lot of detail and a lot of things to talk about
0: so i would definitely recommend this for our listeners um i think that everyone Mm -hmm. can like find something to relate to and it's also just, like, even if you're, like, I don't know, not into, like, the story or whatever, you can just appreciate the artistry and mm-hmm. the effort that it took to make this.
1: Yeah. Stop motion takes mm-hmm. a really I long agree. time. You should appreciate the fact that people made all these little models and then moved them over and over and over again to make a little, a silly little film for you. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: So do we have Um, any uh, last thoughts before we wrap things up?
1: My last thought is actually a quote that whenever I was watching this it kept popping into my head over and over again. Um, It's originally from a review of uh, a movie called Anatomy from 2016 on Tumblr, but this quote has stuck in my head for a really really long time and it it, like, lives in my mind, rent-free, much like Elias and <laughs> Um <laughs> So the quote is, when a house is both hungry and awake, every room becomes a mouth. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. And I that. found it quite poignant and appropriate to end with that.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I like that. Oh, thank you as yeah, always. Yeah, I ain't gonna top that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But thank you as always to our listeners for sticking with us, um, even after we were on hiatus for so long. I just yeah, appreciate you that. guys. Um, there was a, uh, let's see. I do want to give a shout out to um, to Allie in our Discord for, um, I had already seen the house, but uh, she brought up, the movie in our discord and it was like really fun to talk about so um shout out to you for also like appreciating this movie and um bringing it up because i think that kind of gave me like the extra push i needed to be like oh yeah let's talk about this on the podcast and um as always shout out to jenna for being our highest tier patreon donor i appreciate every single one of our patreon donors you guys are great you keep us going. Um, We've had to like really invest in some new equipment recently uh, Mm because Marty and I had computer issues and I had issues. My last pair of headphones broke and like the Patreon money helped us be able to afford that and to keep our show going without worrying and stressing about like, how are we going to pay for new equipment? So Mm -hmm. just thank you to all of you guys. And uh, thank you to Hannah and Marty. I love you both. And i just Mm -hmm. love talking
2: about movies with y'all
1: i love y'all too we love
2: you kyla i also love you marty we love you kyla yes i love y'all thank you
3: let's Uh, sail
2: off into that mist on our houses
0: yes Mm -hmm. um as always you can find netflix and kill on twitter at netflix underscore in underscore kill if you feel like supporting us financially, we do have a Patreon, and we super appreciate any donations that come our way. Um, I think that's is that Patreon for, dot com slash
1: Netflix and Kill, right?
0: Yeah, the link for it is on our Twitter. Um, okay. Yeah. And uh, stay tuned. So there's some exciting stuff happening, maybe some new podcast projects in the works. Yeah. Uh, so just keep an eye out. We are very glad to
2: be back.
1: Yeah. I'm very yeah, glad to be back. We're back baby. Yeah.
2: <sighs> so uh Can't exercise watching. this house.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, keep on watching and um this time just keep your eyes on that sunset. Keep sailing yeah. off into that sunset.
1: May your goals and aspirations and love come sail for away. your come sail away. peers come move you forward. Away.
2: Baby, come sail away, come Come sail sail away, away. come sail Sail away with me. me.